Walshman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, radical hope for people who want it. We've been talking about purpose, and the idea of purpose is something that before, I don't know, November, December, whenever we first started laying out the content calendar for this month, for this year, excuse me, wasn't something I'd really spent a lot of time on. And maybe that statement is revealing because while I've always thought that my life has a purpose, and you, think that your life has a purpose. When was the last time you took a subject like this and really, really, really dove deep into it? This is the first time in my life when I've done it. The very, 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 very first time ever. And the experience has been absolutely rewarding. As I was thinking back over this month, thinking about purpose, I thought, you know, I don't think I've, I've really dissected, trisected, a subject as much as I've done here with this idea of purpose. And here's what I've learned so far. First off, uh, earlier in the month, we talked about the myths about purpose, about the fact that, you know, oh, I don't have a purpose. You don't have a purpose, right? Here's another myth. My purpose is more important than yours, or your purpose is more important than mine. That not everyone has a purpose. That you only have one purpose. That if you screw up, your purpose goes away. I went to a seminary, Baptist seminary, and I was told that if you do bad things, that Jesus doesn't love you anymore, or he does love you, but he just can't use you, that you're damaged goods. I don't know how long I believed that, but it was some period of my life where I actually believed that I was damaged goods because... I wasn't doing exactly what somebody in a leadership role told me I should be doing. Isn't that crazy? But that, those are some of the myths around purpose. We talked about how you'll know if you have, if you're, what is your purpose? What we talked about was, man, it's going to feel, it's not easy and not fun, but it's going to feel natural. Like, man, I was made to do this. You're going to look back and you're going to see a trail of trainings and experience leading up to this moment. People that you need in your life are going to be attracted to you almost automatically because of your purpose. That's the power of being in purpose. How to find your purpose? Man, you got to pay for help sometimes. You got to pay for a coach, pay for a, a seminar. You got to learn new skills. You got to work up a sweat. Sometimes you have to do nothing. That's the awesome part about purpose. You know what's interesting? I've been doing a lot of travel recently. Specifically, I tra was traveling internationally. And, you know, when you're on some international flights, you've got a 13-hour trip. And you might be over the, the, is it the Atlantic? Atlantic Ocean? For six or seven straight hours. You're just flying over the air for six or seven hours. I used that time most recently to read about a book and a half, right? And I'm, you know, look, I'm on my tablet watching videos and Breaking Bad and all, all kinds of craziness. But then I, I pop over and read a book and I'll leave some notes and then, then I'll come back. The thought hit me. The thought hit me just most recently. Here was the thought. It's like, why don't I do this more often? I'm having so much fun learning and growing and reading these books. Why don't I do this more often? 
this, I guess you would call it sitting quietly. And you know, the reality was I don't do it because I don't have to do it. <sighs> wow. Isn't that revealing? Like, like I, because I'm so busy with screens and, and, and devices and clients and tasks and family and all the things going on, I don't do it because there's something that I can be doing that takes that away from me, that replaces that quietness, that moment of discerning, that time where I go, ah, I got it. I figured it out. I've gotten a little bit closer to where I need to be. So part of purpose, yes, is, is working up a sweat, but, but another part of that purpose we learned is sitting quietly and, and learning and growing from our experiences. So if you're someone who says, well, okay, I don't believe the myths or I'm going to start pushing back against the myths. And, and Dan, frankly, I would like to experience some of the things you're sharing where, you know, peace and money come to me naturally. By the way, for a long time, uh, I, used to, I used to think of that as like craziness. But I'll tell you, in my own experience, over the last year, I, I said my, I was going to stop working with really big companies, stop throwing my heart and my soul after really big companies. It's hard for me not to become emotionally attached. When I see a problem, I want to fix it at all costs. I'm a problem solver. And so I jump into these, these deals, these contracts, these consulting deals. I'm all in. And at a cost to everything else. And I said, no more. I'm going to divert my time to doing something of more value. My purpose is going to have to be clear and changed. And of course, that's where we really got clear on the radical help for people who want it. Well, sometime, some, sometime after, right, after, 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 after doing this, I had this conversation with our team where I said, well, you know, uh, so we're no longer going to be doing these big contracts. And of course, everyone said, well, that's great, Dan, but how are we going to make money? Because you know, you make a lot of money working with these big people. And I said, I'm not sure. And it was kind of scary. Even my wife was like, so I, I trust you. <laughs> so uh, what's the plan? And the plan was, I don't have a plan. I mean, I have a plan, but I don't have the details. I can't tell you on the 5th of May, 2018, I'm going to do this and it's all going to work out. And that's how brilliant it's going to be that I have, I have a purpose. I didn't even use the word purpose, but that's what it was. It was purpose. And then what I noticed began to happen was that opportunities pop up all around me that I wasn't even expecting to pop up. I mean, financial opportunities, speaking where, you know, for people, you know, that wasn't something you know, I was fighting to get hired, but I wasn't always getting hired. And then all of a sudden I was getting hired and then high dollar speaking events, not just, you know, uh, $20,000 speaking events, but speaking events that were 40 and $45,000. And what was I doing differently? I don't know. I don't think, but there was something attractive perhaps about what I was doing that led the right people in my way and the money flowed. Now, some of you are going to listen to that and go, oh, it's just, huh, dude, you're so full of crap, right? It's just BS. Listen to the words you're using. I get it. I know it sounds crazy. But when you're living your, a life of purpose, when you're in that zone, that sweet spot where you're not faking it, you're not trying to be somebody you're not, you're just, you're, you're in the zone. You're, you're, you're doing what you were meant to do. Things work out. And I don't know whether it's God that just smiles on you and gives you favor. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether it's the fact that because you're in the zone, you're working smart and you're making better financial decisions, better business decisions. I, I don't know. 
I, I don't have the answer, but I've observed, I've observed anecdotally, I've observed that when I'm pursuing my purpose, that good things happen. And those good things add up to some great, great destiny, a great future. So we talked about what you'll experience. And if you haven't experienced that, if everything feels like a struggle to you, you might want to take a half a step back and just think about your life. You might find yourself like me, where you're so busy with all the stuff, seriously, all the stuff going on that of life that you, you just, you don't even know who you are. By the way, this month we were reading Clayton Christensen's book, How Will, they measure, how will You Measure Your Life? What's interesting about this is you get to the very end, the prologue of his book, and he shares, he's written a whole bunch of books, right? He's an amazing Harvard professor, and seriously, he's written a bunch of books. You get to the very end, he talks about he, he, the, what, what, one of the things that, you know, encur- not encouraged, but, but led him to write this book was his struggle with cancer. And all of a sudden, He's now in a, in, a, in a very introspective place, hugely successful person, right? Really, as a consultant and then as a professor, I mean, really massively successful person. Also very religious. Uh, I think he uh, is a, a, a member of the Church of the Latter-day Saints, very religious, and he talks about that because he talks about his missionary work inside the book. And, and what's interesting about it is it took... He wrote this, you know, really best-selling, amazing book, but it took something like cancer to really shock him and to not asking about what entrepreneurship was about or business leadership was about, but really the bigger question, how will you measure your life? By the way, an amazing book. Also, this month I read The Purpose Driven Life, and I kind of skimmed through the book for the second time, because I've, I've read it years before. But what was interesting is at the very, very beginning of the book, the author uh, makes the case that this idea of purpose is something that very, very smart people struggle with. He says that a recent study, this professor sent around a questionnaire to 200 leading philosophers and uh, you know, thinkers and said, basically, tell us what's the purpose of life? What's the meaning of life? And of the 200, he got back responses for people saying, I'm not sure. I don't know. If you know, tell me. If you figure it out, share. And what's interesting is that even really, really smart people, people that we look to and expect to have it all figured out and know what's going on are still asking the same, very same questions that you and I are asking ourselves. This idea of like, what does my life mean and what am I supposed to do? And will that make me feel better, right? Think about that. Think about that. Will that make me feel better? Will it even matter? By the way, I finished reading as well. I've written, read my third book for the year was, uh, what is it? Huh. 10 Days to Better Self-Esteem. Uh, that was a pretty interesting book, pretty um, medical heavy sort of, uh, I, I didn't get too many nuggets out of it, to be honest with you, but a lot of worksheets, a lot of work material out of it. But you know, stuff like reading these, these books, it's been three weeks. I've read three books so far happen when I'd set aside time to do it. And by the way, I don't know about you, but I just get encouraged by, by reading 
what someone else has taken the time to master. If you think about it, especially when it comes to purpose, there are people all over the world who have made it their life purpose to do something, do one thing, and then they share it in a way that you can, you can use it. Sometimes we call those books. Sometimes we call those digital online courses. Sometimes we call those coaching programs or seminars or webinars or things like that. And I'm serious, in a non-gimmicky way, think about that. Someone has made it their life purpose. And now you get access to that. Not too long ago, I watched a documentary about the Unabomber with my wife. I don't know about many of you, but it seems like the idea of serial killers or FBI profiling, those sort of things, not only are they all over Netflix, but they're just fascinating, like getting inside someone else's head, thinking through these things. And what was interesting is this documentary about the, the Unabomber was really more about the FBI agent who caught him than it was about the Unabomber himself. And I thought about this. I, and actually, my wife asked me the question. She said, when we were finished watching, she said, what, what did he do then? And I was like, huh? She said, the FBI agent. So he was done. He caught this guy. And if you watch the documentary, it was all consuming. He lost his family and his wife. I mean, he was all in. That was his purpose. That was everything he was consumed by. And she said, well, what happens now? It's all over. He's now life, life sentence. The Unabomber gone. Ted Kaczynski gone forever. Now what? And what do you do? And what I thought interesting is, I don't know. You choose. That's the cool part. You get to choose. You get to choose what you do next, what happens next. That's, up, that's you. That's you. No one gets to decide that for you. That's something you get to choose. How cool is that? How exciting, how invigorating is that for you? This idea of purpose isn't something that's ever going to go away and it's going to change. And this month we've talked about purpose and next month we've got an exciting topic that we're going to be drilling into 30 days in a row. And the month after that, we're going to have another topic, but it's, it behooves all of us to come back to this idea of purpose and dig into it and realize that purpose isn't just a one-time throwaway item. It's what we do every day. And as I was sharing with my good, good friend Brock, I think the essence of purpose really comes down to one thing, being purposeful. And so no matter how little you've learned, maybe this is the very, very first episode you've ever listened to of the podcast, and you don't know a thing about purpose, and you don't even care, or don't care enough to, to go listen to all the episodes. That's okay. Let me share this one thought with you. It's less about having this moment where angels appear out of the ceiling and shout wonderments of what you're going to do with the rest of your life, and more about you being deliberate and purposeful in everything that you do. So as you're driving, you're purposeful. And as you're working out, you're purposeful. And as you're speaking with your kids, you're purposeful. And when you're in that meeting with your boss, you're purposeful. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, that thing you're doing, you're purposeful doing it. And that's the essence of purpose. 
Okay, my friends, until the next time, I want you to go out there and crush it. Be awesome. You know all the things. If you're not part of our Edgy Empire of Awesomeness group on Facebook, woo, doge. Go get over there. Join it. Be there. Hang out. And there's really smart people there. It's really a great place to be. And there's great teamwork of mentors and moderators who are there to help you every step of the way. By the way, that's where I'm sharing my best stuff, right there inside that group. If you haven't already taken advantage of the masterclass on purpose, shared it with your team, your community, your church, your sales group, your leadership roundtable, well, just go and do that. The link to that will be in the notes below. As always, go crush it. Stay edgy. Be awesome.